You're listening to We Speak Common Presents The Cosmic Causeway, a Spelljammer miniseries. To find out more about We Speak Common, head to wespeakcommon.com for a full list of links for where we're available, including our social media channels like Twitter and Instagram, and of course, our Patreon, which makes series like this possible. Now sit back into that helm and hold on tight. We're heading to wild space. Welcome to We Speak Common. Previously on the Cosmic Causeway. Bugs, you blink and your eyes open into a dark contained wooden room. We're alive? Yeah, apparently we didn't die. Uh, my name is Piper Cornhalf. I'm the surgeon on this ship. You, my friends, are aboard the Void Howler. You move up into a large open main deck and as you go out, you can see the stars sprinkling the, the black void of space. You're pulled out into the, the main deck and taken up to the stern. Standing up there is a proud-looking woman. My name is Captain Turnbull, and as the title might suggest, I'm in charge of this vessel. Mira, could you bring us around port side, please? The perspective of the stars twist and move around you, and you see the planet of Turil miles and miles away. She says, that is your planet. In the shadow of Saloon, Turil's moon, amongst the asteroids that make the tears of Saloon, there is a city. A mass of buildings covers this side of the rock, broken into distinct wards, not dissimilar to those of Waterdeep. You are granted access and head to make dock. Welcome to the Rock of Brawl. Uh, the tavern you're looking for is the Laughing Beholder. Uh, the man, and he sort of smiles, that you'll want to see is Large Luigi. There's some kind of fight going on over oh. there. We need to help. Yeah, we should help. I'm gonna try a command on the shark. Land! And it turns its attention to you. Almost like it doesn't quite understand what landing is. It has your attention and it comes swimming very fast towards you. Let's all roll initiative. I'm so sad. No. <laughs> you really should have just told it to leave. Oh, no. I wanted to stab it. <laughs> the grey scraver, the grey shark-like cyclops creature that's floating through the sky that you tried to command is going to swoop down. Uh, it has a, a weird movement. It looks like it's swimming through water, but you can see that it is pushing itself through uh, the atmosphere of this rock. And as it swoops down to the ground, it's going to come straight at you, Sadar, and try and... Yeah, it's going to try and bite you. Uh, that is a 19-23 to hit. Lovely. Um, so it's going to chomp into you for... Oh, good rolls. 10 damage. Oh, okay. And uh, it will sort of hover in the sky above you. It's it's within combat range of you, but it's very much like it doesn't land. It stays floating. And looking okay. at it, it's kind of difficult to work out what keeps it in the air, especially when you, you 
can feel that gravity is holding you to this rock city. So, <laughs> does its underbelly look squishy and stabbable? Oh, absolutely. Apart from the fact that it's cyclopsic, it's like cyclopsian. I think that's a word. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, it looks like a shark. So, okay. you think you could you could get a good stab at it? Uh, its friend, the huge black scraver, is going to swim down as well, and it will take a bite at. Uh, probably at our goblin friend matches. <gasps> oh no! Does he look the most snackable? Yeah, he's also closest he's to you. Snack. That is an eighteen. <laughs> uh, I think that will hit. Okay, this one might hurt a bit. Oh no! Uh, matches down turn one. <laughs> Twenty-one points of damage. Ow. Oh well, I've got three health left. Oh dear God. I feel um, like we shouldn't fight these things. <laughs> at which point, who you gather might be the leader of the uh, the group, the the set of navy, elven navy men, is going to turn to his men and say, uh, point to one of them and say, "You get the watch." And then he points over to a locker made of wood at the side of the street, and he says, "Men, break it open." And two of them run over and start trying to break this thing open. A couple of them draw swords. Phoebe, it is Bugs' turn. Have they drawn swords, like, at the sharky creatures? Um, they're in the vicinity. Then these these two that have come down to you guys are right in front of you, and they're these are, um, elven navy men are probably about 20 feet back. There is another scraver in the air, and their attention, those who aren't trying to break open or running away to go and get whoever this watch is, are paying their attention on the scravers. Oh, golly gosh. Um, okay, first of all, I will pop Ralph down. Yep. He hits the floor with a little... Uh, all his arms and legs will come out. And I'll say, uh, Ralph, go and help them bust open their box. He gives you a little salute and then starts waddling off over towards the, the locker, which is huge compared to him. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, well, are they in the air? The sharks? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're still up. The scrapers are, yeah. You've got two directly in front of your friends. One is still floating high in the sky, at least 40 feet up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna have a look uh, around on the floor for, like, a rock something about one to five pounds <laughs> that's specific okay yeah um, maybe well, a quick yeah. perception check uh, okay doke that will be uh, 19 19 yeah okay while the streets aren't particularly tidy there aren't random boulders lying around what there is uh down the street is a bar with a table and chairs sort of sat out along the street and they're they're metal they look they'd be quite heavy oh sick (laughs) uh okay she's gonna look around on the floor panic and be like uh that'll do and then she'll run over to one of the chairs and um See if she can lift it and be like, oh, yeah, okay. And then she is just gonna like do a bit of a, you know, like the shot puts, they like swing, <laughs> spin around spin once. Around, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna do a couple of spins before I let it go. 
and catapult it at this scraver. Are you going for the which one? One of the greys or the black one? The grey. No, sorry, the black that went for my, my good friend. Uh, matches. Oh, for the for matches, yeah. Wait, are you just shot putting this? Thank you. She's using the catapult spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how how does it look? Does it literally look like you've just swung it around and flung yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I literally <laughs> am just gonna be like a chair, and then pick it up, <laughs> spin it around, and throw it in the air. So it just looks like you're really strong. Yeah, and I'm just like I don't I know. No, you're so strong, Bugs. What is this? I think that might be an attack roll. Am I right? It is a de- dexterity saving. Dex save. Okay, cool. On the black scraver, yeah. Which, for reference, is called a night scraver. Why is it here during the day? Oh. Uh, deck save is... That's a 12. What's your spell save, DC? 13! Lovely, so that's going to hit. So do that damage. Hooray! Okay. Uh, 11. <laughs> nice, okay, cool. That was a big... Nice one, yeah. Big so you, you launch this chair to, yeah, to big mass. You launch this chair uh, through the sky, and it um, th- what looks like a, a, the night sky from the rock, and it just sort of sails off towards the the night's graver. Um, matches you're looking into its maw that has just bitten you, its teeth covered with your blood, and then there's this chair that just <laughs> knocks into the can side I, of it. Oh, there's a chunk of my arm. Can I uh, can I can I hide after that? Uh, no, hiding for you takes an action because oh. you are not a rogue. So you... I think I wait. Oh, can you... Because I'm little, can't I um... hide behind a creature that's like one size yes, bigger can, than me? Yes, you can, but you still Is have that to take the hide okay, action, okay. so okay. you can't. Cool. Don't worry yeah. about it. If you, don't, if you, you use your action to hide, so yeah. if you wanted to, you could, but not on this turn. Okay, cool. Um, so this massive chair smashes into the side of the scraver and you watch it sort of spin and turn its attention in its large eye onto Bugs who is about 20 feet away uh oh um what is Ralph is going to go and help those people open the yes. thing yeah. what's he going to do he is going to full strike the box okay so Rod's attack yeah uh was it 13 yeah that'll hit it cool it's not me it's not very sturdy cool it's just got a lock on it and then it is one of those Five force damage. Five, cool. Yeah, you uh, you hear a <laughs> as Ralph lets off his little force punch. Um, but that is all for now. Oh. Wesley, hello. There um, is one right in front of you. Which one did Bugs attack? The night scraver, the bigger, the big blacker one. one. Yeah, the one that's eating me. She ain't scared. But it has turned its attention on her. I can't get to the other one without this one taking opportunity attack on me, right? It is. They are both within, like, a square of you. You could, oh, so you could attack one. either of them. Yeah, you could attack either awesome. of them. They're both next to you. All right, I've never attacked something like you, so let's see if this works. Uh, I'm going to get my uh, maul, which has, um, like, uh, a details across the front. It looks like there's triangles emblazoned on three sides of the maul, so one on the top and one on each side as I bring up this metallic wall and just try and, I guess, undercut it and hit its fleshy tummy. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Um, go I'm going to use great weapon fighting to give to put plus 10 damage on if I hit, but minus 5 to attack, so it's just a flat roll. Yep. Oh, that's not very good. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel my divinities. What did you get? 
Well, well, I don't think it's going to hit, so I'm going to channel my divinities to... So I'm yeah, gonna act. Yeah. what was it, though? 11. That's not going to hit. No. So I'm going <laughs> to... I don't want you to waste it in case you did hit. Uh, I think I have to choose after it hits or misses anyway. Sorry, before. So uh, I'm going to add plus 10 to the roll with Guided Strike and use my cha channel divinity as, like, a, a shimmer goes across me. And I'm about to miss... And then it changes, so it's 21. I hope that hits. Yeah, 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 21 will okay. hit, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Just put you poor level 3 creatures up against something with an AC of 25. Mm -hmm. 22 points of damage as I whack it on its underbelly. And yeah. I'm going to add a smite to it. Oh, beautiful. Go let's, on, then. Let's go. Paladins, man. All the damage. Uh, Eleven radiant. Nice, nice, so nice, 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 nice. What, like thirty? Was it thirty-three damage? That's thirty-three damage. Yeah, well done. Good okay. strike. Yeah. As I hit its underbelly, and as as you see the um, maul hit it and the fleshy underside, you see this like dark blackness appear around the maul, as the underside of it almost seems to wither and decay but you can almost see flames on the edge of that darkness and black sweet love that you um yeah so you smack this this giant scraver uh, underneath and its attention is immediately pulled from bugs and back towards you uh, as it's it it doesn't so much as writhe but it kind of like floats a bit and sort of wiggles its you know how fish move they move like they curve mm. kind of curves around a bit and then turns its attention <laughs> on you and it's big teeth you watch its lips sort of curl back and you can see it actually has three rows of teeth inside its mouth as I'm, it bears I'm frightened. down at you Zidar's yeah. just gonna grin at it it's like your dog it's me it's like a it's like a shark from your nightmares that I don't can fly. like it <laughs> no. James it is your turn well, uh, due to the fact I can see half of my flesh in its mouth, I'm going to bonus action disengage, as I'm a goblin, and run over and take cover beneath a table where Bugs is. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I will then go into uh, think really hard, and a beam of blue calming psychic energy is going to shoot out at the uh, big old shark boy. Can it make an intelligent saving throw, please? Yeah. What are you casting? Tasha's Mind Whip. Intelligence, is this? Yep. Or wisdom? Intelligence. Uh, intelligence. They're not very smart. It rolled an 18, but that's minus 5, so that'll be 12. Oh, but it fails then. No, no that'll be 13. It still fails. 5, 6, 7, 8, yeah, 13. Yeah, fail, cool. It fails, um, so it only gets one part of its action according to me next, so no, either a moving action or a bonus action. And it's also going to take... Six. Twelve points of psychic damage. Twelve points. How much does that do? Three D six. Oh beautiful. That's so good. Yeah, this this night scraver is looking Oh um, oh hang on. Um, angry, gone. As I am really small and it's big and I'm kind of annoyed at it, it's gonna take an extra free damage. <laughs> is that fear of the small? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> An extra there's three, a, was it? Yeah, there's a slight red tinge to my blue beam. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 
like um, it's like when Vision attacks with his mind beam. Yeah, there's just a, a, a the eyes are a bit scrunchier. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit more. Peed just off. a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, this Scraver is looking hurt and uh, has this kind of red tinged blue energy wreathing around it at the moment. Uh, that point, the you hear a loud and breaking of wood as the elven navymen break open this wooden cabinet at the side of the street and begin pulling out crossbows and handing them out to the... I think there's there should be three of them now with the others who have run off, including the man in charge. So they all take these crossbows and start loading them up and getting ready and pointing them at the scraver in the sky. Uh, who is going to get its turn and he will... It will... Uh, swim down towards one of the elven navymen and try and take a, a big old chunk out of them. Um, and that is a hit. So, yeah, it's not much. You watch one of them um, basically get uh, its arm bitten and chewed, and as he, as he pulls his arm out, he fires the crossbow, and the bolt just soars off into the, the emptiness of space. And you watch it fly up and then just arc and then hang in the air as it seems to have left whatever gravitational pull is holding things to this rock. Oh, Sam, sick. it's your turn. Okay. Uh, so Halzian is going to look around. He's just watched Bugs chuck a chair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Matchsticks has gone and hidden under a table after having his arm, like, It's full on WrestleMania, off. mate. Yeah, there's everything going on. <laughs> Halzian's going to just focus his mind for a little moment and you notice some of the beads like the engravings on his staff begin to light up and he like brings his hand out pushes it into the air and he casts guiding bolt which one are you going for uh the furthest one away the furthest one away from you would be the one that's attacking the navy man okay right oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> that's a natural one <laughs> that one that's gonna miss i'm afraid yeah those bolts of energy shoot out and whiz past you all but they uh they kind of as they get making their way towards the scraver it swims and turns as it as the uh, elven man pulls his arm out of its jaw and so they just sort of whiz by it just too far away you know he went for the furthest one instead he's gonna go for the closest one you notice that the engravings light up once more but this time they sort of take the shape of a bow a bow and arrow and then he goes I didn't want to have to do this and then you just watch him sort of hold the staff out and like point it towards one of the scravers and he's gonna do a starry form attack nice what is this he's a druid of the stars yeah but I don't know what it does (laughs) 22 to hit yep that'll hit yeah, baby. Which one? Is okay. this the, the grey one that's closer or the night one? Uh, we'll go for the grey one. Cool. It, it hits either way, but for hit points. Okay, so that's six damage. <laughs> okay, cool. So what, what does that look like? It. He literally just points the staff out and you watch like... It's almost like the engravings ignite and they just fire this beam, like this star arrow out of the staff and into the scraver. Nice. It is then that scraver's turn who will turn its beady eye onto you as you... Shit! 
tried to attack it. Yeah, you Sorry. Know, a, little, a little swear. Uh, it doesn't seem to understand common as it comes in to bite you. Uh, that's probably not going to hit. That is an 11. That hits. Oh, does it? Oh, damn, son. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, okay. That is bad roll. Four points of damage. Ow! That hurts. As it cuts into your flesh. <laughs> yeah. And then... That was the most unenthusiastic ow. Like, ow. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Charlie, ow. Um, Ouch, Charlie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. The Night Scraver is looking at you, Zadar, and it is not happy, so it's going to bite you. It's going to try to. Was, wasn't it okay. looking at me after I beamed it? Oh, yes, it was looking at you. You're right, correct. So it's going to swim over and try and bite you then. Oh, fuck. Why did you say that? <laughs> oh, it can only swim over. But if it moves. It can only swim over, Ben. Oh, yes, because your ability. Uh, then it will only swim over because it is animalistic. Fair play. Well done. So the Night Scraver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I thought he was playing it bad oh. by reminding me. But big, no, no, no. Big, big bread matches. Might sound yeah. dumb, but it's not actually. Uh, so it will. That's what we call him. Yeah, big brain, big matches. brain matches. It will flick its tail against the air and propel itself forward. And as it uh, approaches you and gets within five feet, it goes to open its drawer, and you watch it kind of freeze up and and um, not be able to pull its drawer apart as the magic holds it shut. Then we are back onto you, Phoebe. There is a night scraver pretty close in front of you, within five feet. Matches is under the table next to you. It's trying to eat me, Bugs. Help! I was like, what? I love how when you're in perilous danger, you still don't sound that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just not that bothers. Perilous danger. Oh no, I am in trouble. <laughs> so you just Bugs get used is, to it as a gobbo. Bugs is uh, gonna ask Matches, um, how hurt are you? Do you need a party popper? I think I need a pie popper. Okay, uh, give me a minute, all right? Don't move. And uh, I'm going to use my action to start creating my party popper. <laughs> okay, what does that look like? Um, I'm just going to get bits. I'm just going to empty my bag under the table and yeah. like be rummaging around and, and using little screwdrivers and beep, boop, beep, like lots of like random stuff like if I just said I'm gonna make a party popper out why I have got like a welding gun out who knows (laughs) but I have oh right okay like yeah yeah fair enough that's your action there's some glitter too yeah there is there is obviously there is obviously glitter (laughs) and the finishing touch is a lick and stick rainbow yeah Rainbow sticker (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay um that is my action and then I uh, Ralph is gonna still be helping if it's not open yet. It is open now, so. Okay, uh, he probably from. toddled back then. Mm-hmm. And then I will. He could. Uh, what's his speed? Uh, twenty on the floor, thirty in the sky. Uh, you said he was walking, so he's he's not close enough to attack the night scraver. Okay. Oh, I'm not sure I want him to attack nice. He can't. He's not close enough. To... Yeah, I know, but I don't want to command him to go up there next time. Okay. Uh, I'll just I'll just let him come back because okay. he'll come back to me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Done. Uh, yeah. All right, Wesley. I'm in range of one, and then the 
the big black scary shark thing has just run over to my friends, hasn't it? Yeah, so there's a grey one right in front of you. How? He looks, it looks a little hurt. It's currently engaged with uh, Halcyon. Okay, how beat up does the big scary... Uh, not good. It's definitely like that radiant or kind of damage has, has definitely scarred its underbelly and it looks angry and frustrated. So it looks like go... you could probably get, get quite close to getting I'm going to take the opportunity attack from this one then and move up to the, the big one. Cool, yeah. It will try and chomp at you as you move. Uh, that is chomp. a 19 without adding anything on. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that is six points of damage as it just bites into the back of you as you no, take the movement. Like, I want to do like an angry growl, but I don't do growls. You shake your fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I run up to the big one, am I going to try a great weapon fighting? Do I need it? Does your child divinity not keep going? Uh, I don't. I think it's just for one hit. Oh. Right. Uh, then, do I want a great weapon? How? I'm trying to gauge how much damage. Make a nature check. I'll give you a nature check. That's terrible. It's a good job that wasn't my damage, my actual attack roll. <laughs> what do you get? That, that's a six. Oh, uh, you don't know. You've never okay. seen a floating shark in space before. <laughs> it could uh, go for days for all you're true. aware. I mean, I hit its belly, but. Okay, screw it. I'm going to do the great weapon fighting again. So it's a straight roll. I hope for the best. Oh, 19! <gasps> yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So I get to reroll once because that's a great weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a two. <laughs> so that's 20 points of damage on that. Nice, yeah, okay. Like, it is still, it's still standing. It's still standing? I'm going to do another Radiant. Yep. Oh, that's, 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 that's smite. That's, this is just a Paladin throwing its load. You mean blowing your load? <laughs> <laughs> Are you blowing your load, Wesley? All over a shark? No. <laughs> oh, no, not the sharks. That's staying in as well. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not cutting that. Highbrow humour, we speak common. Nine. Mm. Yeah. Nine radiant damage. Nine. Lovely. Please? Yeah, that, that black fire burns around its underbelly and it... <sighs> it's it still rides. alive! It is still alive and, yeah. it, and, it, and it swings around and, and creases its brow as its one eye stares down at you. I really thought that would kill it. Like it's still living. James, All your right. turn. <laughs> Can you make an intelligent saving throw again, please? The black one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a zero. In that case, it will take 3d6 damage. Totally. Uh, six, seven, plus two, so that's nine points of damage. Yeah, that that energy reaves around it again. The magical uh, light pins it down uh, in its form, but okay. it is still up. So it now can't take a reaction. So Correct. I'm just going to move away and I'm going to bonus action hide. Awesome. Uh, so I'll just self-check. Check. Uh, it doesn't matter, I've got that one. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll go 30 right. feet away. You just walk away. You're like, I'm looking for somewhere to hide, but I can't find it. <laughs> uh, cool. Then the Elven Armada, now the, the three of them, 
now armed with uh, heavy crossbows, are all going to fire at the Scraver above them. Uh, one of them's already loosed a bolt, so it's two of them. Um, so that is one hit and two hits. Lovely. Uh, seven plus seven is 14. Yeah, two of these bolts blast into the Scraver uh, high above the Elven navyman and uh, they are sticking out of its underbelly it is bleeding massively and it's dropping down onto the street below but it is still floating there just then we have uh that scraver's turn it will actually turn and flee so you watch it turn tail and begin to swim slash fly 40 feet the one that was above the elven men okay um, that's got two massive crossbow bolts sticking out of its belly is flying back up into the sky. Sam. Kill the, come on, kill the, kill the big one. I'm going to do it We've all again. We've got to kill one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Halzian's going to look at the big one and you notice that... that Wait, no. he's <laughs> Before he does that, he's going to... You, you notice the beads, the stars on his constellation staff light up and he does another guiding bolt at the big one yeah go on hit it hit it go on oh that's better 18 yeah that'll hit fuck yeah that's what we like all the damage guiding bolt strong 5, 6, 7 8, 9, 10 11 go on 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 17 Ooh. 17? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You uh, swing your staff, the constellation flashes at the tip, and you watch those bolts just fly out, move through the street and around the the crowd that is running, or has been running away, and strike the creature once, twice, and it turns to look at you, and as the third one hits it, you watch its, uh, the energy absorb into its chest as its eye just sort of flashes, dims glasses over, and it hits the deck of the ground with a large oh, thud as it dies. Well done. I'll get that piece of my arm back now. Is that your yeah? Is that your turn? Uh, no, I then, as a bonus action, you notice the the bow and arrow light up again, and I yeah. will do another uh, starry form, uh, and that is a. Is this is this just a spiritual weapon? No, it's uh, it uses his wild shape. 18, 19 to hit. Nineteen to hit. Yep, that's right. Okay. On the grey one. Yep. Loving it. Are you going for the one that's um? Retreating, or the other one that's still floating near you? Uh, the one that's floating near me. Cool. Uh, that's ten damage. Nice. Yeah, that's that arrow of starlight flew, fl- flies through the air and strikes it in the in the underbelly. It's pretty close that one to you, um, but you still managed to get that arrow in. And it is that scraper's turn next. It will. If uh, it's not very intelligent, so it's gonna go and try and bite you. Fuck. Um, that is a 16 plus things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, six it points is. of damage as it bites into you. Ooh, six points? Yeah. Calm down. And then, Phoebe, it's your turn. Okay, so I finished my cannon. Mm-hmm. My my party papa. Yeah. Uh, she's going to look up from her work and be like, oh, uh, matches? 
<laughs> Didn't he go and hide? There's a giant, uh, yeah, but there's also a giant black shark dead on the floor in front of you. I couldn't uh, find anywhere to hide. He's just in the street behind you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come here. And uh, I'll uh, just pop it off in his face, basically. I'll be like, close your eyes. <laughs> and uh, it's a tiny, it's a basically a tiny little, it's my tiny little Eldridge cannon, but it, is shaped like a party popper and I do pull a tiny little string <laughs> and is there awful. is glitter and uh, <laughs> and stuff inside of it yeah to uh what's to, the to and stuff heal. like glitter and little bits of paper and like, like okay, crafting okay. crafting glad, little things glad. yeah just just to pop it off it's like the, uh, at the start yeah, she's, just <laughs> she's yeah. exploding all over him Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Come on, we gotta stop. We set the tone for this episode. What can we say? Um, okay, what does he get from that? Um, he apart from gets... an STI. Oh my god! What do you mean the the glitter and the paper is integral for knitting together my wounds? Yeah. One d eight temporary hit points. Okay, so roll a d eight for him. Which is. Five, six, seven, eight, because it is plus my intelligence cool. mod. Oh. So that's eight so, temporary. Oh, I have a protective eight, layer of glitter. Eight yes. temporary hit points. You that's do have adorable. glitter. It kind all of over hangs you. in the air around you, and the um, uh, confetti hangs off of your hair. This is like not the first time. Yeah, you're not faced at all. Is this um, is this is is that like a main action or a bonus action to do that? Uh, it is a bonus. So you've now got an action. So. As my action, there is still a scraver up in front of uh, Halcyon. Okay. As my action, can I? Uh, I'm just going to see that everyone, all of the elven people, they have their crossbows out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to get mine out and be like, well, I have one of those and pop. I think, does it take me an action to load? Uh, no, it, it, a crossbow has the loading function, which means you can't use it for extra attack, but you can you can. Oh, okay, it. so I will just attack it with light crossbow. Okay, so on the grey scraper, yeah? The yes. one that's running away, or the one that's with near... Uh, I might as well do the one that's running away, because they have 120 feet, don't they? Uh, light crossbows. Mm. Or even 60 if it... Uh, you would be able to hit it, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be that far away, would it? Oh, it's a crit, boy! Oh, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So roll double damage dice. Okay. We got. Oh, fifteen. Okay. Bugs lifts her light crossbow. Got him right in the eyeball. Takes aim <laughs> and does that thing where she breathes in and holds her breath to steady her aim. She's used to pointing a ranged weapon like this. And as the scraver is moving through the sky and swimming further and further away, you loose the bolt. <laughs> flies through the air, strikes the creature, and you watch its tail stop moving. And as it begins to fall, it then suddenly just loses gravity and floats up into the atmosphere. And Ew. the blood pulling out of it just bobbles near it in oh, some God. form of vacuum. I feel sorry for the pirate that's going to have to wipe that off his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spot on. Okay. That's gross. Is that you done now? Yeah, I think so. Good, I'm <laughs> Wesley, that. your turn. Hello. Oh, wait, what about Ralph? No, he's just coming back to me. Is that okay? Yeah, Ralph's using the dodge action. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Can you tell me why Ralph is only using the dodge action? 
<laughs> because you didn't use your bonus action to command him. Yeah, that's right. why. You'll get it. You'll get the hang of it. Great. <laughs> right, well, there's one grey scraver left. Right. Okay, is he... He's near me, right? Uh, he is near Halcyon. Oh, I'll just run over. Yep. Uh, as I'm running over, I'm going to look to um, Halcyon. Look. Really good job on the other one! As I run over and try and hit this one. Yeah. Do. Turn this out roll for me. No problem! I, uh, I will use great weapon fighting again, because why not? You know, fuck it. Risk it. 17! Pretty good. That will hit. I'm actually really happy I'm rolling well on these. Um, we get to re-roll ones. It was one again, despite re-rolling the one. <laughs> um, so that is 20 damage again, actually. 20 10 damage. Plus 10 from great weapon fighting. How would you like to kill the last Grey Scriber? <gasps> oh, how? It's got it's got like a long tail, hasn't it? Yeah. Can I? Can I run up to it, grab its tail, my free hand, <laughs> yank it down, mm -hmm. and then raise them all and just crush its skull? Yeah, absolutely. You watch, like, blood and goo come out of its eye socket as you just bring them all down on top of its head, and it, there's a very loud crunch and cracking sound. I really thought you were going to Tom and Jerry, like, hold it by the tail and, like, whack it. Whack it from side to side. Yeah. <laughs> um, brilliant, yeah. So you uh, you end the final scraver, and as you do, the crowds begin to... The crowds have pretty much dispersed, but they begin to... People People begin to make their way back out of shops and from behind barrels and crates on the street that they were hiding behind. Um, the elven men, who the three of them that are here, begin to uh, dis disarm and unload their crossbows, and one of them begins to collect them in um, as the half elf uh, begins talking to the the man who seems to be in charge uh, of that that group. You're all sort of standing there, catching your breath. Uh, matches probably grabbing your shoulder and feeling a little bit sorry for yourself. Yeah, a bit of a gash there. Oh well. As you gather your uh, <laughs> your your senses and, and sort of find each other, you notice a couple of the the elven men running back over, and um, they are followed by two or three men who are dressed in sort of standard black leather. They don't look like any form of watch quote-unquote that you had ever seen in Waterdeep and they are carrying a big chain of keys and they look over to the locked cabinet sort of look shocked and a little <laughs> bit annoyed look over to the the navy men and then start walking that way to talk and probably reprimand them for breaking city property can I so there's the big boss guy right like yeah like the in command guy I think I'm gonna gather my everyone around I think we should go speak to the big guy I mean we just help them out right by uh, killing aren't Short we thing. help them out we we did everything we're trying to not make a name for ourselves though we should why, probably why are we not trying to make name for ourselves we just did a really good thing we just killed floating uh, shark things that attack people uh, we're not Bean, we're, we're not here Bean, for recognition just, just come in nice and close Bean um I have a bag I'm not, I'm not Bean with Okay, Bean. Um, I have bag <laughs> it's with, not my name. with lots of expensive gems in. We probably want to 
or flood that before making name, as you said. Exactly. Oh, but we just did this. We can't come back later. And, oh, by the way, guys, you know, we came here to help. I'm gonna go speak to the fancy guy. They've seen us. They just watched what happened. Yeah, all those people hiding in the streets, they, they're definitely gonna remember what we look like. I'm gonna put my, my like, head up a bit, like, put my foot on the shark and like, look around. Does anyone notice? Um, <laughs> like, we, all, we all just pose heroically. <laughs> yeah, make perception check. <laughs> That's doing, like, and a... look around. <laughs> it's like, who's noticed? Oh my god. <laughs> what did you get? Oh, it's got a plus four, so I guess it's six, you know? <laughs> six. Ben. Um, yeah. Can I can I use uh, Druidcraft to make a little puff of wind? Just to uh, give <laughs> so us that, that it, extra. Yeah. It gets everyone's attention. Yeah, absolutely. Um, despite the breeze that is magically billowing your capes and uh, your hair, it looks like nobody gives a fuck. Everyone's just gone back to normal daily life and is milling about. And in fact, the crowd has very quickly reformed and the streets are suddenly packed and crowded again. Although you do notice a few people have, have started to go over to the Knight's Graver and started to pick at it. And um, they are clearly talking about and delegating it. Oh, Wait, well, I but the big guess one. this is no, just... No, no, no. We're going over there. <laughs> I guess this is just everyday life for these Can I go people. into the big one that we killed? It's yeah. ours. Yeah, you push your way through the crowd that has quickly reformed. You see this mole that I've got in hand? That is what made Mark. You grab the shoulder of, of a man and sort of pull him out of the way. And as you do, and you look down at the night scraver, there is a uh, a being that looks like a humanoid praying mantis um, clicking its mandibles and talking to another mantis-looking creature as men watch over. Hey! Hey, I'm gonna clap in its face. Hey, you see this more? It turns its head and looks at you, and you hear the. <laughs> and in your mind, you hear the sounds of a voice that says, <sighs> Do you want a piece too? Well, do you mean. I, I, we killed it. Our group killed the thing, alright? It wouldn't be down here if we weren't here. Well. <sighs> If you want some of that, you know you've got to at least give us some compensation, right? Oh my god. Come on. Make a make a persuasion check. Halzian's gonna like go to stand next to Zadar, but he's not looking like he's threatening or anything. He's just there just to to be there. Twenty-one. I'll just stand there with books. Twenty-one. Uh the mantis creature it clicks its mandibles and in your mind you hear it say I suppose that's fair. How much do you want? I mean, it's pretty big. Look at it. Come on now. You, you know you can give me a reasonable price, eh? You want to buy the thing that you killed from me? It looks confused. As confused as a mantis can. It's not yours. We killed it. You want me to buy it from you? Yeah. You can have all of it then. <sighs> It turns and you hear as it talks to the. Oh, I have comprehend languages on. Oh, okay. yeah. This it's not the clicking that's them talking. They're talking telepathically. Um, the clicking seems to intensify when they are engaging in a conversation with each other. These these two mantis creatures, and uh, it turns its mind back, uh, its head back to you, and its weird beady eyes look up into yours, and it says. Uh, look up because it's bent down over the shark, but it's it, when it stands, it is taller than you. And uh, it says, I'll give you five suns. 
Come on now. Little bit more than that. You know you can do it. It's a whole look at this thing. It's a lot of food. You get a cool eyeball, maybe some scales, teeth. Teeth are good, you know, you can put those on weapon. Six suns. Alright, okay, let's go for six. That sounds reasonable. It um moves its pincer and nudges one of the men next to it and he pulls out a pouch and pulls out six of those gold coins that you found on the dead body back on the tradesman on Toril and he just chucks them over to you and uh, they begin to lift up the giant corpse, the shark and uh, amongst the four of them begin to move off with it. Okay. <laughs> I got some money. <laughs> I couldn't move it. <laughs> it's a bit like watching ants the way that carrying that round. Yeah, sort of. It's really creepy, right? Like, come on, they click with their mandibles. It's really... Mm, I don't like it. I thought it was... I don't know, I think they're kind of cute. It's fascinating. Cute? Did you see them? Their eyes? They're, like, they shift in different directions. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Like a chameleon, you know? Not quite like a chameleon, Bugs. If you say so. I don't know about you guys, but I think I can literally see uh, oh. bones in my arm, so maybe we should get go into this bar. Wait, come here, come here, come here, Matches. I'll waddle over. I'm gonna, you know, like how a person, like, steams up their glasses? Mm. Yeah, with a little, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna grab Matches' arm and using, Ow. using healing words, he's gonna do a little, <laughs> with the, yeah. <laughs> and you watch some like sparkly, um, like starry breath come from Halcyon's mouth as he <laughs> breathes onto Matt's arm. I thought glitter was Bugsy's thing. That's gross. No, it's mine too. Um, no, no, there's a difference. It's not glitter. It's oh. literally yeah. a dying nebula. You, you, you cannot store glitter in your mouth. Uh, five HP. You go up by. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, don't, much. don't eat five. glitter. Five. Well, might not be much. Bones but... covered over by some muscle now, so that'll do. Yes. Um, but we still need to get to somewhere safe. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll be okay, buddy. And she just smacks him <laughs> on the back. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you take one point of damage. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Non-lethally. Can I? Okay. Would you... Sorry. Come. The, the guard captain guy, like who was like around, can I just the uh, head of the oven armada. Like, like you can't. Did he see us fighting? Mm, is he even looking at us? Uh, right now, he is engaged in a conversation and with his men. Was he? And was these he watching two before? Did he see our mighty prowess? No. He was part of the fight, uh, so he could have seen, but you, you're not. I'm gonna waddle you over. Sure. <laughs> not actually waddle, not a penguin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see some penguins around the corner. <laughs> you, 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 you can't say that around here. <laughs> yeah, you, you make your way over, and uh, as you as you do, um, he, you you hear the tail end of the conversation with these two two people in this black armor, and he says, "It was a moment of emergency. You weren't near, and we needed the crossbows." Hello. At which point, yeah, one of the men taps him on the shoulder and he turns. He says, uh, 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 "Hello." Hi. Does this happen often? You know, because you know, like me and my friends, we helped you and everything, but you know, we're not always here. You know. I'm sorry. Who are you? 
I'm Zidar Ironcoat. Right. You probably won't know the name, but uh, we helped kill the giant flying shark thing. Oh. We call him Beans. It's not. It's not Beans. Zidar. Hmm. I often see goblins up here. He used to be a slim bean, but but now he's not. Um, sorry, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, the scravers Brad get bean. a little bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, they 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 get courageous sometimes. Mm. All right, okay. Uh, do you like? I don't know. Do you usually just try and get those crossbows out and fire those? Those are pretty cool. Usually, I'm not here to give a fuck. Oh. Oh. But, uh... I, I think what my friend is trying to say is that, that we helped a significant amount. And, what do you uh, want, a medal? That would be nice, actually. Maybe one that, that made, made out of gold. You know, like a gold piece or... You know, usually when someone scratches back, you get a little scratch pack, right? You've Are you four. new around here? We are new here. How did you know? Yeah, mm, I thought so. Listen, uh, take it from someone who's visited Brawl a number of times. You just sort of get on with life. You're not going to get a pat on the back or a sticker for doing something. We all look after each other and we all hate each other. That's kind of how it works here. Oh, but... I like that. But if we... Sounds pretty normal. If we didn't help, then... Then someone else probably would have helped or we would have dealt with it. Or the Scraver Watch would have made their way here in time. And he sort of shoots a look over to the two men. Or someone could have oh. died, you know? It happens too. Oh. That would have like, been extremely right. tragic. What were you fighting about with the monkey men? It would have been unfortunate. What, the deck apes? Uh, and yeah. he sort of shoots a look to the half-elf and he says, Our recruit had a disagreement. It has been sorted. And the half-elf just nods. Uh, how's he and nods at the half-elf? Because he is also a half-elf. Make an insight check. Oh, that this seems like a tense situation that we shouldn't Ooh. get involved in, but... 19. Uh, uh, You're right, you shouldn't get involved. Oh. With a 19, <laughs> you, um... He looks at you, he doesn't nod back, and you get the sense that he's looking... Uh, and he's not looking down on you, but he's he can clearly see that you're not a member of the spacefaring elves, and is thus is 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 a little maybe a little pitiful. Maybe he just kind of you get the sense that he he's above you, or he feels he Out is. Of curiosity, I know this place is complete mishmash of like cultures and colors, etc. But yeah, does our armor? And our parents look really out of place. Um, not really. I mean, people up in space are still wearing typical fantasy garb. Okay. There are men in suits of armor. There are men in leather. There are women in armor, women in leather. There are, like, the praying mantis men, the Z-Chill that you just saw, don't wear any armor. They just have exoskeletons. And mm. the, the ape... The deck apes, what he's just called deck apes, they were wearing normal standard clothing that was edited to fit their body types better. Um, so it's pretty much the the kind of fashion you would see on Turil, although there are some people who are wearing colours and emblems that you don't recognise or types of built of armour that you don't recognise, things like that. Okay. There are some people with strange contraptions that you don't recognise. You mean there were space colours? 
Different colours? No. <laughs> More colours? <laughs> no, no. Just... Oh my god, the rainbows must be beautiful. <laughs> no, I, I mean colours of, of like houses yeah. you don't recognise yeah. and city-states you don't recognise. Um, well, alright, I mean, if you don't want to take advantage of, uh, you know, some budding fighters, that's, that's your bad. If you want to join a mercenary group, go and see the trading company. We're from the Elven Armada. It's slightly different. Yeah. Wow, for elves, you're all dicks. Oh. Bye. Uh, yeah, I think we're okay. <laughs> Bye. Let's go. He just turns back <laughs> to his men. So yeah. I'm like pushing everyone along. Elsian, <laughs> maybe don't call them dicks like they are, but maybe don't say it to their faces. They were being rude. Uh, I would like to um, just quickly check for the pouch. Uh, yeah, you still have the pouch on you. Okay, does anybody remember the directions to the Laughing Beholder? Um, it's on the corner of um, Eel Street and uh, Dragon Street. Uh, the guy said we just had to go down this road till we saw Eel Street. Yeah, okay, so l- let's go. Oh, by the way, you know uh, when the uh, hippo men uh, I don't have a better word for them because I can't remember what they're called. They all have really fancy names. But uh, it, the gif. He lists. I think they were called the gifs. Oh, the with two f's. Gif. Right. Right. Okay. And then there was gif the yeah. and they didn't like those or something. They're yellow men. They're the yeah. They're the yellow right, dudes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So he mentioned loads of places. Was there any places on the list that you guys wanted to go to because he mentioned like a smith kosa and some weapons and armor is quite interesting i mean i, I know. well we don't really have any money i have six yeah. sons now huh i don't know if that's much i don't know how much it is <laughs> <laughs> oh guys i don't want to miss the boat back what if they leave without us because they think we died or something i think they said they'll come looking for us if uh-huh. they did not say they'd come looking I, for you I, they didn't oh, no, but they want their gems right they will definitely come looking for us bugs don't worry well let's just deliver the gems head back maybe get some money then we can look at the space shops now i have a do you think ale would be really expensive up here Probably not. Right, okay. Because maybe I can use that to gauge how much, like, a sword would cost, right? I don't know, maybe... Maybe. Because this is, like... I'm not. Like some kind of ale exchange rate? <laughs> sure, let's go for that. <laughs> I just want to know how much the six sons are, because I might have got ripped off by a praying mantis, dude. I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure you probably got ripped off. I probably did, but let's be honest, it's better than nothing. He was just gonna take it. We didn't have six sons, but now we do, so... Exactly. He could have given me six copper. This could be copper and I wouldn't even know. <laughs> so, are we heading to the tavern? Okay, so you push off through uh, the crowd and make your way onto Eel Street. And uh, as you do, you can see there is a sign that uh, has the uh, a more cartoony visage of a beholder hanging on it with an arrow that points down an alleyway, which you can follow uh, off down its winding paths amongst the buildings. Ah, Eel Street! Wow, there we go. And as you make your way towards the building that is the Laughing Beholder, it says above it on a red placard with that that uh, cartoony red beholder underneath it, the Laughing Beholder. Um, are you going inside? Yeah. Is that what the beholder looks like when it laughs? I thought they had 12 stalks. No. 
They got ten. That's so annoying. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you had that 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 uh like mandala effect thing. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know who mandala is, but I remember the beholder constellation having two extra stalks. Nah. But I guess not. No, I don't think so. Anyway, you push into the, uh, you push into the bar, and uh, as you do, the door gives that customary as you push it open, and you are greeted with the sights that are familiar to you: a tavern, an inn, just like any other. There is a bar that runs along. Um, a uh, a wall at the back. It has bottles uh, running along the back of it. There is a big reflective mirror. You can see that there is a half. It's a small tavern, but it's it, it seems prosperous. There are people in here. You can see there are a group of uh, men and women watching some sort of game happening on a table to the right as you walk in. There are two men who seem to be betting and rolling rocks. Um, and that game seems to be very intensely focused. Everyone is watching. To the left near half, there is an older gentleman who is deep in some sort of story with uh, a couple of younger, wide-eyed looking spacefarers. Uh, they are, uh, one of them is a Kenku, the other is uh, an elf. What catches your eye and makes this tavern feel unlike any other is that behind the bar floats a large beholder. He has many oh. eyes, two of them uh, are being used to hold up... How many? Ten. <laughs> and oh. then his middle eye. Uh, holding up a, a a big glass mug and an, uh, with his tele- telepe- telepathy ray. Um, and another is uh, cleaning it with some sort of ray you don't quite recognise. And then he's putting it down. As you push through his main eye turns to you and he opens his big maw those sharp teeth glint in the firelight all of you have seen images of a beholder before and they have usually left you feeling quite uneasy and filled of terror when he opens his maw and his teeth are so visible your heart sinks a second as that fight or flight kicks in and then he says Hello, welcome to the Laughing Beyond. What will it be? By the nine. Oh, hey guys, um, that is what a Laughing Beholder looks like. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're here to pay off the tab of the void, void Howler. <sighs> Are they back on top? Well, bring it over then. Right. I'll walk over and like, presumably literally have to climb up to the bar. Yeah, you have to climb um, up onto <laughs> one of the stools, sit yourself on it, and then you're like on level Oof. with the bar just about. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yep. As you let go of the bag before it hits the bar, it begins to float as one of the eye stalks comes around and catches it with the telepathic ray. And uh, it comes up and opens and jingles and clinks in front of you. And he goes... Hmm. And the eye, the big central eye thorrows and he looks into the bag and he says, Well, won't quite pay it off, but it'll do. And he how, t- how much are you lacking? More than you can afford. Well, I need to know so I could tell them and then they'll know. It's all right. Sam's good for it. All right. All right. You are fascinating. 
also <laughs> terrifying. Uh, I'm not terrifying. You're, you're pretty terrifying. Can I... Is th this might be a really odd question to ask and feel free to say no, but can I hug you? No. Oh, well. I don't know you yet. Maybe after a drink. What do you want? Um, oh. have you got any, um, water? Free, free drinks? Have you got any free drinks? Free, yeah, but yeah. Why, no, we have to pay, guys. It's a tavern. Um. You know, don't piss off the beholder, guys. Don't do that. Okay, thanks. How much is an ale? Oh, no, I'm not asking for free drinks. I'm just saying, is there any drinks that you do give out for free? Like, like, on, on Terrell, we can just get tap water. Water's pretty scarce here on the rock. It's probably the most expensive thing I have. <laughs> oh, oh, well, then we don't want that. Uh, how much have you got to spend? What's your, uh, what's your, like, most common drink that you serve? They're really good. Um... Well, I get all types in here, but I can, I can get you just a straight up ale. How much? How is much that? is that? <laughs> what currency have you got? We have uh, got, we have multiple. I hold out some Turil gold. How much do you show him? Um, I'll sort show him a single coin. Mm. Be like, but this is what we got. And we got a couple of them ones with sons on too. You have sons? Uh, I think we got a couple. <laughs> we do. Uh, he will say. I mean, it's, it's all gold, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it is, but it's just a different mint. He will. Um, he'll say. Well, I'll get you three rounds for one son. That's oh, three sure. rounds. Oh. We're getting wasted on the moon! Wait, this isn't a moon. It's a comet. We're getting wasted <laughs> on an asteroid! Uh, maybe we'll just have the, the one round and get changed? Please. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, fair but, enough. And he'll uh, take the... Come on, Mr. Sun. Yeah, he'll take the sun off of you. one of my sons. <laughs> he gives you three silver-looking coins that have moons imprinted on them and a handful of about 10 smaller copper-looking coins that have stars, a number of stars indented on them. Oh, they're a bit like nibs. I love it. I love it. They're, they're awesome. Wait, I, have a, I have a question, because you seem like mm -hmm. a really nice guy. Um, yes. um, I thought you were talking to the DM, sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. Sorry, what was your name again? I'm Large Luigi. Large Luigi. <laughs> Great. So uh, I'm Zidar, it's great to meet you. I would shake your hand, but I don't know if that is appropriate. I don't have a hand. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Um, so these ten coppers, are they like worth one silver? Uh, uh, ten stars for a moon. Right, okay. And then, is it just ten moons for a sun? Aye. And how many coppers for a nail? Uh, your nail will take you back a few silver, a few moons. Oh, some moons. Okay, how many moons would it be? Like two? Yes. All right, okay, got it. Thank you ever so much. He has a very strange way of working out the places we're at currencies. 
apparently you can tell how much a sword is gonna be based on how much the ale is. Well, I just like to use it comparatively. Uh, some kind of ale exchange rate? I'll be honest with you. You'll, you'll get lost if you try and work out prices on the rock. <laughs> with all the trade coming and going, the economy always evolves. Oh, great, oh. okay. So, but... So, like, what would you say was the average price of a sword? Where are you from? We're from Tyrell. I'd at least add half of the original price on top up here. Right, okay. Oh. Um, Is that just because of us being from Tyrell? Say, if we were from... I don't know any of the other names of places, but if we were from one of those, would you charge us less? I wouldn't charge you left. The exchange rate would be different. <laughs> oh, I... If you haven't. like, you can take all your gold and get it uh, swapped out for this currency that's used in here in Brawl and in most of Wild Space. But there is a 5% rate. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, guy, but we're kind of new to all this. Uh, you say Wild Space mm. and... That this place, Brawl, is not the only place. Uh, oh, you're really new. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of accidentally stumbled on a boat that took us into space, and 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 now we're here. It happens to many people. Uh, and that is that. You'd that, be surprised. Yeah, that is literally our only experience. So. Uh, I'm honestly debating whether this is a fever dream currently. Oh, oh yes, no. it's definitely a fever dream. This is very real. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place. Probably why San sent you here. I'm happy to talk and tell you stories and tell you how it all works. Great, okay. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. How do you... So, okay, so... <laughs> do, do, do you want me to answer your question first, little girl? Yeah, it kind of feels like... There's a. There might be a lot to go through. And, and to be honest, I don't know if my attention span can last that long. I'll make it quick for you. Okay. You're from Turil. Uh huh. That's a planet. Yes, but when we saw it from far away, I mean, how's and my friend Bones? He he's always thought that it was kind of disc shaped. Nope, Turil is one of the few spherical ones. More like a plate, like like a like a nope. dinner plate. Nope, Tyrell is a big globe, and in your oh. in your world you have a moon and a sun, right? Yeah. And there are other worlds that float around that sun. Okay. Uh -huh. Are you with me still? I think so. All of those worlds floating around that sun are held within a giant crystal sphere. What? No, I'm lost. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm completely gone. Well, inside that crystal sphere, that is wild space. Do you have a map? What is, no. What is, oh. like, the planes in parallel to, to it all? Like, you know. Well, that's an interesting question. Let me put it this way. I'll keep going even though we've lost you, little one. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sure someone will catch me up later. I think I get it, so... Your world and all of the worlds that float within its crystal sphere. She's going to be drawing a very bad diagram of yeah. how she thinks she... That make a, <laughs> she make a performance check for me as world. he's talking. <laughs> um, it's one of many crystal spheres 
All of those crystal spheres hold different sets of worlds, and they float through the ether that we call the phlogiston. Okay. The phlogiston is like a sea of color. Twelve. That exists outside of the spheres. Inside a sphere, that's wild space. Outside of the sphere, sphere, that's phlogiston. And each wild space has its own name. For example, you're from Tyrell, which is the main planet in this sphere. So we call this one Realm Space. Okay. With a 12, you've drawn, like, Tyrell. You've drawn a circle for Tyrell. And then you've drawn lots of little circles around it. Maybe like 12, because you don't know how many planets there are. And then you've circled that in a big circle. And then you've, then you've sort of started to draw stars. And and then you got lost and started to draw things that aren't what he's talking about because you've lost attention. And now I'm drawing unicorns. Yeah. So, um, basically, we're in a massive ball, and outside that ball, there's like other balls, rainbow stuff. Yep. In which sits, yeah, other balls in the rainbow stuff. And all of those balls float through the phlogiston for all eternity. Are they not, these balls also have, like, little planes inside them, so it's like, you know... Wait, but how do the boats work? Okay, hang on, hang on, one at a time. <laughs> he, like, some of his eyes just blink, 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 blink. And he, and he uh, uh-huh. slides over the drinks that he's been pouring as he's talking. Thanks. And he says, when you say planes, do you mean the planes of existence? Uh, I mean, like... The gods? I I guess, like, the, you know, the hells, the fire plane, the water... There's loads of different things, right? Well, right now, you're in realm space. And realm space has bridges to the planes of existence that you know and... She's drawing bridges. Love, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, off of the sphere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is not right, but yeah, sure. (laughs) There are other spheres... And they have their own bridges to planes. Some of those planes might be the same as the ones that you know. Some of them uh, might be different. For example, if you had some kind of ship that could take you from here to the the planes of Bator, and that was connected to another sphere out somewhere else, you could jump from Bator to that sphere. But if that plane doesn't exist in that sphere, then you can't. Okay, and are some of these planes unique to places? Yep. Right, okay, sure. So sometimes there's a bridge, sometimes there's no... Okay, I I will stop there before... I don't think I can understand anything. It's gonna burn your little mind (laughs) grounding. Yeah, other people can ask questions. Drink, it'll make you feel better. Okay, so I'm thinking there's bridges. Yep. There's destinations. Yep. It's either like a river or a road. Yes, yes. And that leads me to your question. And a few of his eyes swing around and look at you, Halsey, and he says, The ships are the best part. They're powered by the helms. Have you heard of the arcane yet? Yes. Yeah, they've been mentioned. They're the weird big blue dudes. They are geniuses. They created the helms. No one else knows how they work, although I've met a few gnomes that give it a go. (laughs) They often blow up. Well, basically, 
If you take a helm and you put it on a ship, you can power it with magic and propel it through wild space using your magical energies. Are you with me so far? Yeah. When you get out of the Crystal Sphere, which isn't an easy task, if you wanted to travel from here to, say, grey space, you'd have to float through the phlogiston. One well, area of Bugs's page is not coloured in grey. <laughs> <laughs> well, the phlogiston is very different. It is disconnected from the planes of existence. And while magic works out there, it's hard for some people to sustain it. So, we use the flows. The phlogiston is like a river, but it's not made of water. And it's like a gas that's not made of air. Imagine the way petrol looks when it's spilled into a puddle. Rivers, boats kind of looks like that. Bridges. When you when you get out into the phlogiston... Bones, I think we're in your, your, yeah. your realm. You let out some form of device to catch the flow, like sails, or like the elven fritters. They look like butterflies. They spread their wings and oh. catch the flow with that, and they are pushed through it using that momentum. She's now drawing butterflies. What, what is the flow? The flow are... Rivers of phlogiston that move. There are known flows, flows that always seem to stay intact. Oh. Remember, the balls of the crystal spheres that hold our worlds are always moving through the phlogiston. But for some reason, there are flow rivers that always connect them. You can travel anywhere in the phlogiston, but you'll do it quicker if you use a known flow river. Right, like currents. They're yes, like exactly like currents. currents. Yes. Like Ah, you've got it! <laughs> oh, so... Do you want another drink? Alison, you're so clever. Yeah, like... You want another drink? Uh, no. I'm still, I'm still drinking this one, to be honest. Uh, I'm having trouble understanding this at the best of times. I, I don't think I should have any more. So what you're telling me is there's boats, there's a flow, there's yes. bridges... Yes. There's ships. Yes. The, the bridges are the flow, right? Sort of, ish. Yes, what? kind of. Oh, so what you're telling me is that there's a road in the sky. The flow. And it connects the balls <laughs> that have <laughs> smaller balls inside them. Not always. Sometimes planets are disks or, or sometimes they're donut shaped. Okay. Sometimes they're giant creatures. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Okay, the road yep. goes to a... To the edge of the sphere. Sphere. Yes. Yeah, and then inside of the sphere is its own... Space. Space, so like more planets, planets like this? Yes. Okay, so there... we take our boats on the road. On the flow. And then we go somewhere else. Exactly. And if we're on the road, then we get there quicker than if we weren't on the road. Yes. So it's like a cosmic causeway. <laughs> I like it. 
It's really clever, actually. I think it's what everyone should call it from the now on. Cosmic Causeway! Yeah, no, that works. <laughs> I think I'll use that from now on. I was, I I was going to say the space sea. No. That's really boring. That's really unimaginable. You understood it? You helped me understand it? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not good. Does she now have a pretty good drawing of it at this point? She has what she thinks is a pretty good drawing. I mean, there's butterflies, there's bridges, there's a river. Yeah, you think it's a good drawing. Um, I have a question for you, um, Luigi. Can I call you just Luigi or? Of course you can. What? Large? But, uh,. You you know our circumstance, right? We really know. What is the best way to go forward from here? Like, how do we situate ourselves here, right? Like, best. Is it just well, getting jobs? That Wait, depends what you want. I don't think we just live our lives here no, now, No, 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 I'm just I, saying, I, I, like, I think we go home. Right, but... The, I feel like the people we're with are not going to help us. Like, how do we get money to get a ship to go Here on Brawl, there is always work for those that need it. Your horizons have just broadened exponentially. But don't worry, Large Luigi's here to help you out. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of We Speak Common Presents The Cosmic Causeway. Don't forget to head to wespeakcommon.com for a full list of where we're available online, including our social media channels like Twitter and Instagram, as well as Patreon, which make projects like this possible. For a full track list of the music and sound effects used in this episode, head to the description below.